1: Going down
0: to oh, way All right, for this episode, we'll be talking about Can, Tago Mago. In the room, I have Rob yeah, yeah. and Ban. Yes. Tago Mago is the third album by the German kraut rock band Can, originally released as a double LP in February 1971 on United Artists. The producer was Can, the genre is kraut rock, experimental rock. Uh, Avant Funk, and Psychedelic Rock. And from the book, Chris Shade. After original vocalist Malcolm Moody departed shortly after the release of Cannes debut, Monster Movie in 1969, Bassist Holger Zuke and drummer Yaki Lobitsky chanced upon Japanese street musician Damio Suzuki performing in Munich and invited him to perform with the band that evening. Suzuki's flexible vocals ranging from a calm whisper to a wild shrieking caused the 1500-strong audience to flee the venue. Tagomago opens with the gentle eastern melodies of Paper House, the almost alien-sounding Mushroom, and the explosive, mysterious backwards vocals of Oh Yeah. After this remarkable beginning, the relentless rhythmic groove of "Hallelujah" features guitarist Michael Carrolly's tectonic funk licks and Zouké's tape loops along blues piano, tortured violins, and industrial noise before blistering into a huge psychedelic climax. Alongside groups such as Kraftwerk and Faust, Kahn's fusion of Stockhausian early electronic experiments... And that Velvet Underground's art rock proved German rock bands were starting to find their own identity without resorting to a pastiche of American or British acts. Even after thirty years, Tago Mago sounds refreshingly contemporary and gloriously extreme. All right, what do we think of Tago Mago?
1: I mean, Jesus Christ, we're 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 thirty eight years in now, and this is the first time. Uh, this this is the first time I've listened. Not not right now. What we're listening to, but this is the first. I had not. I had never listened to Can before, and. It, it blew your mind. fucking awesome. <laughs> Second. Holy Second that. shit, dude. Yeah. I had no idea that people were making this kind of music. Like, like there's, like, the, the... It's everything that I've ever listened to and, like, actively enjoyed. Like, oh, man, this is so weird. And it just all fucking filters back to can. Yeah. I had no clue. So, yeah, like, the... I, I I didn't even know it was a double record. I was listening. I was like just doing like my uh, like, I, I was doing uh, paperwork like admin stuff for for my job, and all of a sudden you know like, hour and ten minutes goes by. I'm like, oh it's done. Oh you shit, an hour and ten minutes went by. What the fuck? You didn't check a clock about halfway through. <laughs> no,
2: not at all. I, that was when I noticed it was a double record.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, no, like I I don't think that there's like a shitty note like played in this like I don't I don't think that I like even like this is this would be the fourth time now that we're listening to it again yeah uh here like I I don't think that if we sat down like listen to this thing for the full 71 whatever minutes like I don't think I'd get bored once it's fucking amazing yeah
0: they do keep it, it moving from they dynamically like they keep things moving in interesting directions for sure I, d- I do agree with that.
1: Like, weird fucking, like, chord... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that I'm bogarting the mic here, <laughs> no, but, no, like... Not. go dude, ahead, go ahead. So, such weird, like, chord changes and, like, just uses of, like, just, like, dissonance. Like, yeah. that f- whatever track that... Maybe it was the one that you were talking about where there's just like a... Oh, is that... That's Ong? Um, yeah. Ong? Um, yeah. yeah, just... And what the fuck is this? This is this mushroom? mushroom Head. Yeah, just this song's awesome. Yeah, okay, I'm 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 done. The, 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 <laughs> the, this album blew my fucking mind. Rob is speechless. Like, it, yes, awesome. I,
2: so much of like the weird avant garde, like indie shit that I was listening to in like the '90s and 2000s, I didn't realize like I, I like Blonde Redhead, Sonic Youth, like Joan of Arc, like all that shit's going back to to
0: can yeah i i picked a few up just to just to like just a riff on it battles tortoise liars gang of four john zorn no wave <laughs> mr bungle uh basically anything on ipecac records um i mean you name it yeah it, it, it's it, like can w- was was there and they were doing this this crazy awesome stuff way before what a bunch of the, cool weirdos stuff. yeah <laughs> i love it uh i picked up on this I think it was like early two thousands when all those bands were hitting hard, Tortoise battles and all those things. And I remember reading a review of someone that mentioned Can, and they're like, "It's reminiscent of Can and all this stuff." So I went back, I picked up this album, I pick, and then I and then I was like, "I gotta see everything that Can is done because, yeah, it kind mm-hmm. of blew my mind that you go back thirty years, and it literally sounded like." What people were were trying to make, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s with all this like no wave dissonant noise
2: with uh, this does not sound almost 50 years old. No. Yeah. Because it's almost 50 years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I said 38. That's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's 40 years old. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Man. Fu- what the f- and, and what the what the hell was in the water? And they keep it funky. They like well, with
2: an exception of some of the stuff on disc 2 like um uh like the like it's like a, like the spoonful of sugar type of thing like they can get as avant-garde and far out as they want as long as that rhythm section's keeping
1: yeah. the, if, the if you get that p- 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 yeah like going like yeah Jesus and isn't Mushroomhead about the uh, nuclear bombs mm-hmm. being dropped in? A... Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It yeah, ends yeah. with like an explosion yeah, sound effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about the yeah. Man, what a fucking cool thing! Finding <laughs> that dude just like, ah, I'm a street musician, music, <laughs> 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 yeah. whatever. I had
0: always actually, um, I never knew that he was uh, Japanese. So it, I was like, oh, he's pronouncing things a little like the English is a little off on pronunciation because I thought he was also German. But now that, that I, I read up this week and I was like, oh, he's, he's Japanese. So Japanese it, born it, German singing in English. Yeah.
1: Makes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> fucking
1: awesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I love that they just saw him performing in the street. They had a show that night. So for I don't, 1,500 people. <laughs> so I don't know who they were planning on. When they woke up that morning, I don't know who they thought was going to be singing. Like.
0: I bet they were just we, we would they would sing, right? Just play the music. Or would they just
2: do like instrumental? I think
0: instrumental and Yeah, so
2: you know, just wandering around like Cologne or whatever. I don't know where they were at the time. <laughs> like, hey, look at that look at that weirdo. Let's ask him if he wants to sing tonight in front of fifteen hundred people with us. And he was like, Oh now you're in okay. camp. <laughs> yeah, now you're in cam. <laughs> Let's get weird. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm so surprised I had never heard this band, and I'm so happy that this book introduced me to them. Every, like we said, like every fucking like hundred or so records, like there's one that just like, yeah. so cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I, until this week,
2: didn't, well obviously because I, I was not that familiar, I, I'd heard of the band, but I wasn't that familiar with their work, and I definitely wasn't familiar with the names of their past and present members. But uh, yeah, uh, y- you put it together on your own, yeah. Rob. I-, I read it in Wikipedia. But uh, yeah, Malcolm Mooney and Demo Suzuki, Mooney Suzuki. Yep, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mooney Suzuki is pretty. It's interesting too because Mooney Suzuki is a fun band, but they're not. They're avant-garde. not even close. Yeah, they have nah. kind of n- nothing to do with Can, so it's it's strange. Hey
1: Electric guys, Sweat is ex- a
2: banger record, though. It yeah. sure is. Yeah. Explain
1: to me what avant garde means, like I'm a three year old
2: uh in music terms
0: avant garde i think would mean anything that is using like a non traditional uh rhythms uh non traditional singing uh, it basically falls outside of the per- per- perimeters of uh melodies and music music theory of of harmonizing and uh, going in, like, basically outside the box.
2: Yeah, you pretty much got it. I looked up the definition. Yeah. Uh, new and unusual or experimental ideas, especially in the arts or the people introducing them.
0: Yeah. So a okay. lot of this, I would say, the tape loops uh, with backwards singing, um, the dissonant uh, creaking sounds of guitars, stopping a song in the middle of a song, which we kind of got with a lot of that tropicalia stuff, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that's all part of the ex- sort of, like, avant-garde. Mm. It's not just, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, jamming or, no. or playing, you know, those songs. But it does mean that playing a guitar with a bow or, you know, doing things that maybe don't seem like they'd be reasonably uh, put to music. Well, like, it
2: seems like like can is even, like, bringing into question, okay, what is a song?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: As opposed to, like, let's write a song. Well, all right, what's a song? Like, they're, like, pushing those boundaries.
0: Yeah, I had read that a lot of times, too, that all this stuff was chopped up. They would record in between sessions. So mm-hmm. they'd be recording, and they'd be like, all right, we're done with that song. But then they would keep the tape rolling, do, like, some some in between, like, hey, let's just mess around. Let's try this. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, they'd be banging on stuff or, like, messing with tape loops or, his voice, you know, trying to vocalize different ways and then record all that stuff and then basically splice it into the song and kind of make those into new and, you know, interesting
2: yeah. things. Holger, uh, Zuke was their bass player and he was also the guy running the tapes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, so, <laughs> so they were living rent free in a castle in Cologne.
1: Yeah. Full fucking year.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. So, but, uh, uh, yeah, they would, they would like have like a six hour long, just session where it's like experience, like I hate using the word jamming, but they, they, they would be, they were just like, kind of like pushing a, a, a like a motif to see like where it would go. And then uh, Zuke would take that like six hour long session, find like the really powerful parts of it and stitch them together to make like a 10 minute long song. And man, everyone needs a good editor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is exactly the same way that, I think a lot of the Sonic Youth... I'm a big Sonic Youth fan. Mm-hmm. A lot of Sonic Youth songs are actually created because they do different tunings. They do, like, experimentations. And so they... they. If you listen to some of the... I mean, if you want to get really into them and listen to, like, their... They're not B-sides. They're literally extended, like, songs where you see the entire thing that they then selected parts from this, like, session... And then said, "Okay, I really like this part. I really like this part. Can we fit those together?" And it's just kind of a, a building blocks into these these different uh, outlets. Mm. So this is definitely one of those uh, ideas of, let's do this jam, but we don't need everything in it. Let's let's pick out what we think is is relevant and what's interesting, and and go with those things and yeah. build upon those
1: excellent use of ring modulation like yeah. throughout this and like the 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 phaser like um uh, chorus stuff like just it just it it's not it's not super out there it, yeah. it's like this is a sound this yeah. is a sound we're going for not just like experiment with it yeah
0: i had read or i had written to uh, on halleluia hallelujah <laughs> Uh, but it could it could be on any of these songs. I, I said like the collaging is fantastic, just the right amount of parts so that you can separate them, understand without sounding too muddled, uh, and and just kind of throw everything in there. They t- are like purposefully you can you can pick out these different things of like a dissonant sound. And then next, you hear something else, but your your ear can hear a lot of that. What's going on, and it, it keeps your attention, and it keeps you know the all the while you got like a groovy like drum, bass, mm-hmm. and stuff just like carrying it through. It's awesome.
2: Didn't uh, like members of this band uh, have like a background in like music concrete?
0: Yeah, um, I think it was the bass player. That would make
2: sense. He's the tapes guy.
0: Yeah, but I know that they they were definitely looking at things like Velvet Underground and, and some of those other bands.
2: Yeah, yeah. But they're it's, outside. I mean, they're
0: kind of outside that.
2: It's cool, though. It's can't. an interesting thing. I, I I just read on their Wikipedia page. It's like, you know, they're avant-garde sound artists that would fit more in the, like, contemporary, uh, I don't want to say classical, but, like, jazz or, like, like not popular music. Like, that's that was, like, the realm that these... These musicians were working in, and then uh, the uh, keys player Erman Schmidt took a trip to New York, and he like went to like Andy Warhol's factory, and he saw like some of those bands, and he calls it. He said he got corrupted by like the the possibilities of like pop and rock music, and like you could use those tools as a vehicle to get your art to more people and to make it more effective. And he went back to Germany, and like. And that was like the chocolate and the peanut butter.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I read. At least I think I read. I hope it wasn't <laughs> a weird dream. Uh, that a lot of the synthesizer effects on this aren't actually a synthesizer. It's just a uh, an LFO on a um, uh, a sine wave generator. Oh yeah. So it's not even like it's like just the it's just him fucking turning the knob. Like, there's no, like, actual key work involved. It's just, like, him working a knob, which uh, is terrible. Like, working a knob. Which, uh, <laughs> <terrible>. working, <laughs> enough. working a knob, but, uh, like, run through some, like, uh, some effects, and th- that's how they they, they got those. Ah, oh, man, that's such Dude, a funky beat.
2: Is there a beat funkier? I don't think also, there is. Like, is so is, man, we're it's, listening to Hallelujah now, <laughs> the, the funkiest 18-minute-long song you've ever heard. <laughs> And there's certain parts of this song where it drops down, and where it will drop down to like just the rhythm section or just the percussion, and it, that that's got to be sampled in a lot of hip hop, right? Like it's, it. it's like ripe for the picking.
0: Yeah, I do know that uh, Primal Scream uh, sampled this. <laughs> the, the, on the, the prominent hip hop Kowals- band, <laughs> Primal Scream Kowalski. Uh, they in 1997 uh, they sampled this. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure, I, I could name another, uh, I don't have notes for another song, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this album's been sampled uh, uh, a couple times.
2: I <laughs> also like, like, so like the drums come in, and then like the song starts, and then right around after two minutes, around like the two minute, 12 seconds, it drops out and it's just drums again, but now it's like, I don't know if it's... Uh, overdub recording but now there's two drum sets going and mm-hmm. getting like some so weird heavy
1: so funk so rhythms so going. Can you tune the volume up a little bit? Yeah. Let's pop this. When I, I saw so
2: so my Also, my favorite part of the whole album is on this, and it's when Deimos Suzuki goes, <laughs> I, did, I was getting down so hard to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who needs lyrics? <laughs> uh,
0: the, I, I, uh, since we've laid so much praise, I think the only thing I have uh, sort of neg- negative is uh, the sort of uh, peaking O, it does it did seem to stretch on longer than I uh, found
1: interesting. Yeah. 1971.
2: Jeez. Dude, seriously. Can. Yeah. No, yeah I mean,
1: the, the, the craft, travelers Craftwork said like, this was an incredibly big influence on them. Like even like from the very start, like the, this is, this is some weirdo fucking cool shit yeah. that, I don't. Did, did Germany have some sort of like? Oh, here, here you go, artist. Here's some money. <laughs> uh, go, go and
2: make your art now. Well, they definitely had a benefactor who was paying for them to live in a castle. That is true. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I had read so many, so many reviews, and many of the reviews, including the one I read, sort of said it just sounds like it doesn't sound like an era. No, it has. I mean, obviously, you could say that the sort of like funkiness would be it couldn't be earlier than whatever 60s. But other than that, I feel like this could be anywhere from, you know, 1960 to yesterday to tomorrow to tomorrow. Yeah, to. Yeah. Years down. It, It just sounds fresh no matter no matter what, because they are kind of like. Recording in a weird way, they are producing things in a, those, an interesting way.
1: Sorry, how far into we uh, the the hi hat? I think we are right around four forty three. All right, so the hi hat. Are we?
0: Yeah, yeah. The what, four, four minutes it starts going into the hi hat. Yeah. What
1: what do they have? Is that what what is that effect they have on them? Is that just a flange on a hi hat or a phaser? Sounds oh, so. like I, I thought it was a flange. Yeah. It yeah. Fucking and then it goes cool. into the.
0: It's sort of like a. What would it be, 30, 30 seconds? Yeah, it's about 30 seconds, uh, and then right back into the funk. It drops, and then it comes back in, and then things start panning, and then they start getting, this is where I wrote that they just do enough of those weird, just little interludes yeah. in between each thing. So good. It's so cool.
2: It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, the name can... Uh, I, it seems like they chose it because of how ambiguous it could be. Like the, the word appears in a lot of different languages, meaning like a lot of different things, but I also read, uh, K M C A N communism, atheism, nihilism. Hmm. I love that one. Interesting. Pretty cool. I haven't heard that one before. I don't know if the I don't know if it's like a fan theory yeah. or if it
1: actually comes from the band. Sounds
2: more like it. a fan theory. It's, it's cool though. Yeah.
1: I I'm pretty sure this was happening on the uh the non-communist side of the wall. So Cologne, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're pretty far west. The way LA LA
2: magazine describes the genre of krautrock back in the day, I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. They called it uh, American psychedelia meets icy German detachment. <sighs>
0: I could see that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. For sure. I did uh, also read that the band Spoon got their name from the can song Spoon. Spoon.
2: Yeah. yeah. Which is on the album I think will be, the next can album I think will be covered in the book. Yeah. Like Ege Bimasi? By, By yeah. That one? Yeah. With, with the, the one that's a can of beans? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, how do you feel about this, Rob? Uh, absolute positive. <laughs> Buy this record or steal it and listen to it. Don't and steal it Get your it. fucking mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, this is all I want to listen to right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I,
0: I'm glad it's uh, it, it made it in the book. It's it's one of those things that you just don't know how this book is kind of laid out and how far they'll kind of go in those directions or uh, how much quote unquote weird they will they will do i figured that they would have at least one uh because it's kind of a influential it's so influential uh but yeah i I think it's a a great album it's a really good place to start too um for them if you go forward or backward uh i mean the the other one that we'll get to will be similar but this is a very good introduction Mm -hmm. especially hitting on the first song uh, kind of opening in a in an easy state and then the second one getting like real groovy yeah and if you're not kind of hooked by the second song then it's they're probably not the band for you then you don't have two ears and heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh next time we'll be talking about Elton John madman across the water oh all right thanks y'all